This podcast does not constitute financial or investment advice. It is for educational, general information, and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your own financial advisor before making any financial decisions. And when I asked mothers themselves, what is the first word that comes to mind when they think about money? Guess what is the number one word that comes up? Stress, followed by fear. But on the other side, the word that comes up a lot is freedom. So on the positive side, knowing what to do about money is freedom. You're listening to Banking on Girls, the podcast that explores the importance of financial literacy for girls and young women. And I'm your host, Marina Batmiwala. Join me on this journey to uncover insights and inspiration. Hi, everyone. With this episode, we've reached 16 episodes of Banking on Goals, and I want to pause and take stock of what I've learned in the past six months, and I've learned so much. So I have a few observations that I want to cover off today. Firstly, when it comes to money, mums are concerned about how to teach their kids to navigate in today's world, and they want to learn more. Secondly, mums want to know where to start with just the basics. And thirdly, it's never too early to start learning about money, but it's also never too late. I'm so excited to announce that I'm launching a mailbag to answer your most pressing questions and concerns. So go to bankingongirls.com or email me at podcast at bankingongirls.com with all your questions. So with that, let's move on to what I've learned on this journey this far. My first observation is that there's a huge thirst for knowledge and an unmet need for basic information for parents on how to handle teaching kids about money in the context of today's world. So what does today's world look like? Well, obviously, rapid technological change. It took me about 18 months to finally settle on a title for my podcast, which you know is Banking on Girls. And a couple of weeks ago, I challenged ChatGPT to come up with a tagline or a subtitle for the podcast. In a matter of seconds, it gave me about a dozen options. All of them were at a minimum usable, and most of them were terrific and right on point. So that's the world our kids are going to be living and working in. They're also going to have to deal with the progress of financial technology and electronic payments. There's a widening dispersion between the haves and have-nots in almost every society around the world. And of course, it's a world where there is a persistent gender gap when it comes to pay levels, wealth accumulation, and financial literacy. That's what today's world looks like. So going back to my first observation and what mums are concerned about, since launching this podcast, I've been invited to speak to a number of groups, mostly mothers, These mums are worried. They're worried about their kids and money, but what exactly are they worried about? Well, they're worried about things like electronic payments. Why? Well, it's because there's a disconnect between the click of a button or the touch of a screen and the spending of real money. They're worried about their kids spending without thinking. They're worried about things like debt, student debt, credit card debt, And when I asked mothers themselves, what is the first word that comes to mind when they think about money? Guess what is the number one word that comes up? Stress, 
followed by fear. But on the other side, the word that comes up a lot is freedom. So on the positive side, knowing what to do about money is freedom. And when I asked a group of teenage girls the exact same question, what is the first word that comes to your mind when it comes to money? I heard the word shopping and I heard it several times. I also heard the word budgeting. So wherever you are in the world, these issues are not unique to you. Whether my podcast guests are from the United States where I now live or Australia where I grew up or other continents such as Africa, the basic problems for girls and women are often the same. So how do we as parents and educators bridge that transition from the seemingly idyllic teenage years without cares and responsibilities to the serious work of becoming a financially independent woman? If I think about the main things I've learned from the exceptional women and men I've interviewed on this podcast, in the end, you don't have to be a financial expert or a mathematician or a Wall Street whiz kid. Which leads me to observation number two, how do parents get started with the basics? Well, there are a few basic concepts you need to be familiar with, and I talk about them frequently on the show with my guests. There's compound interest, which is how money grows on itself over time. There's diversification, which is not putting all your eggs in the one basket. There's inflation, and we're all familiar with that right now. But what does inflation actually mean for your future and your children's future? And then understanding the differences between saving and investing. And how can we bring this all into our day-to-day life? Well, if you feel that you yourself need to learn more, then use it as an opportunity and make a commitment to yourself to learn more. After all, we're all learning. Even as financial professionals, we are learning all the time. There are so many resources out there to help. In episode 14, award-winning author Robin Tobe talks about her own book, The Wisest Investment, which is a great comprehensive resource for parents seeking to teach their kids about money. And there's a lot to just talking to your daughters and, of course, your sons about money and the financial decisions that you're making and incorporate them in your own discussions at home, of course, in an age-appropriate way. In episode two, Sarah Harden, the CEO of Reese Witherspoon's company, Hello Sunshine, says that her own mother had a very healthy relationship with money and was transparent about it from a very young age. Sarah says that she just talked about it with her, and that's half the battle. And importantly, make sure you're talking to your girls as well as your boys about the importance of investing and encourage them to learn more about it. It's not just about saving because investing is what builds wealth over time, not just saving alone. And finally, observation number three, it's never too early or too late to start learning. In episode 12, Lacey Philippich tells us how she became financially independent, meaning she didn't need to work for money anymore by the age of 31. But her own mother started that journey much later in life and was able to become financially independent by her own retirement age. So it's never too late. But it's also never too early to teach your kids about money. Take a listen to episode 15, where Sonia Ottaway, a chartered accountant, talks about the games that she's playing with her three-year-old daughter right now. To wrap up, one of the best pieces of advice was from Professor Julia Plotz from USC in episode four, 
who tells us that managing your personal situation is very, very similar to the habits you create around your own health and fitness. You don't have to be perfect, and it's never too late to get on the right path. I have a fantastic lineup of guests coming up, and we're going to continue addressing these questions. But if you have someone you'd like to hear in the hot seat as a guest, or have a particular concern you'd like us to talk about, then please drop me a line at podcast at bankingongirls.com. Thanks so much for being part of the Banking on Girls community. Thank you for listening to the Banking on Girls podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate the podcast and be sure to hit subscribe or follow so you can receive notifications of new episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at bankingongirls.com.